What's up, world? This your boy, Najacian, Jay Davis, the mogul. You are tuned into the Mel Perspective. And on tonight's show, we got my brother, Carlos Jasir. You guys may know him from MTV's Making the Band. Listen, y'all, we're going to catch up and see what Carlos been up to. It's been a minute since he's been on the scene, so we're going to catch up and see if he's coming back soon. You feel me? If y'all want to know what's going on with Carlos Jasir, make sure y'all st stay tuned. Y'all already know the Mel Perspective. Keep it locked. What's up, y'all? Now, y'all know, tonight I had to have my drink. It's the same drink I had yesterday, the Gallo, the uh, the wine, you know what I'm saying? I had to give me another cup of that. During my shows, I only drink one, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to be too lit, but I just want y'all to keep it locked. Carlos Jocera be on in a minute, so the next time y'all hear my voice, y'all gonna hear his too. Keep it locked on the Mel Perspective with your boy, d Mogul. I'll be back. What's up, world? It's your boy, Najacian, J. Davis, the mogul. And you are tuned into the Mel Perspective. On tonight's show, we have Carlos Jasser. Y'all may know him from making the band. I know him in life. That's my brother. So we're going to have him on here. We're going to catch up with him and see what's been going on. He's been off the scene for a minute. But we're going to try to get him back, y'all. We're going to try to get him back. So let's get um. Let's drink this real good. Let's get Carlos Jasser in here now. Gang, gang, gang. What's up, my guy? What's up, bro? Turn your phone up just a little bit. Okay. So we can make sure we get getting these getting this volume right. You on here? You in there? You in there? You good? I don't know. You tell me. No, you good, man. So how, how you feeling right now? Feeling great. That's good. That's good, man. So you know we got a long we got a long history. So we want to just jump right into it. Like I know you very well, but let's get let's get the people to get to know you just a little bit. So uh, tell us how you got your start in the game. How I started in the game? Yeah, just in, mu in music in general. Like, what was? How did you usher in? Like, how did you get in? The funny thing is, back then I, I used to go to Philly a lot. You remember when I used to uh, be in a boy group back then? So I used to record down there uh, with Tyree and the people. Was right, everybody. On the squad, team. right? <laughs> yeah, I was in a in a group called Above Ave, and he was. It was four of us or whatever. So I used to go back and forth and record down there. And, um, yeah, that's how... So, how, so how old were you when you first started? Like, maybe 14, 15. Wow. So let's 14, get... 14, 15. So how, how old are you now? Industry AIDS? Industry AIDS? Do you remember that, bro? Like, we really used to have to have industry <laughs> ages. That's that's hilarious. So we, you don't even got to tell us your age. Really? Yeah. Wow, bro. I didn't know you was that much older than me. Yeah. Wow. Because I just turned 30. So, wow. So. 30, yeah. You're 30. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's, let's talk about how you got on making the band. Like, what was your process? What was your audition process? How did you get in the house? Yo, that's so funny. Because that night, um, that whole week, actually, when I found out about the auditions, I wasn't going to audition for it. Mm. Um, 
I was working two jobs around that time. And, mm-hmm. you know, I come from a family where they believe that working is more important than following a, a dream. A pipe a dream. dream. Yeah, a pipe, a pipe dream. dream, yeah. So, um, you know, it came to that very night. And I said, you know, damn, I didn't even read. I didn't, like, rehearse the song that I was supposed to audition with. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't planning on going. And then something told me, it was like, kept tugging on me, like, you need to just go. So that night, it was like 2 a.m., I could not sleep. Um, and I said, you know what, let me just get on the train, call out of work, and I went and auditioned. And then from that audition, um, it's funny because the line was all the way around the block. I'm sure I it was, I remember. <laughs> I hate to say this, it was like thousands of people on that line, and... um they were cutting the line off. I think it was like 500 people that they were going to let in and everybody else was going to get cut. You auditioned in New York, right? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So, and um, I saw a few people on the line that I knew. Uh-huh. And it just so happens that I walked and I was saying hello to them or whatever. And then the line started moving and I was, they cut the line off like two people after me. Wow. And, that was God, bro. In, and they didn't even notice. I just got in and, it was just like it was meant for me to audition. Mm-hmm. So the, that was the first audition. It was like three days. Um, I kept getting called back. And I was like, oh, my God. I, I have to keep calling out. Let me take a leave of absence or something because I don't know where this is going. Because you was a working man at the time. Like, yeah. you had real yeah. life happening. I feel you. Yo, I didn't even I didn't even know the song completely. I, I, I just came in there. You know, I started singing the, the words. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, they kept... It was so... They, they wanted to hear more, so they just, they were fe- feeding me the lines. Wow. <laughs> they don't do that in audition, so. What song did you audition with? Uh, I think that was a Boys to Men song. It was a Boys to Men song. Was it Bend and Knee? Bend and Knee. Yeah, that one. So, yeah, they were, they were, they were <laughs> feeding me the lines. That's interesting. And then, um, yeah, I got called back, and then I waited a week, and the Hammerstein Ballroom or whatever, we had to go, and it was like 60 of us. They cut out of 500 people. Wow. And then they started doing the cuts down to 20, and then I got in the house. I I, I couldn't believe it. So you're in the house, right? How (laughs) surreal was that part, like being in the house and looking at your potential group members but still being in competition mode to make sure that you made the band? You know, it's so funny because it was, it was very nerve-wracking because mm-hmm. I've never experienced anything like that. And, you know, I was young. Yes, I was doing music and recording and stuff over the years, but I've never did anything where I was on TV. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, of course, you sign a contract and um, your life is no longer yours anymore. You know, <laughs> it's like you waive your rights completely. So, uh-huh. um, no privacy. They take your phones away. Uh, really? Yeah, they take your phone. They take your phone because they have one phone in the house. That You know, you got to give a controversy. People are going to fight over the phones and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, so they take everyone's um, cell phones away. And um, uh, it was it was hard because we didn't have no privacy. You couldn't go in the bathroom. You, you use the bathroom, right? <laughs> the doors are wow. locked. There's no, I mean, there's no locks on the doors. So the camera crew, if you're having, um, if you're taking a shit. Mm-hmm. And someone is in the shower and you're having a conversation, they're going to come in there. The lights are going to come turn on and the camera crew is going to come in there. And you wow. have to act like you don't acknowledge the camera crew. You just, you know, having a conversation. So how, how hard was that being a regular person, but having the cameras always on you? Like you couldn't really like. In the beginning, it was hard because I felt like 
you know, I didn't want to make any mistakes or mess up, you know, even though, because it was just regular life. You're just living your regular life, and then they're going to cut and paste, like, cut and paste what they want to keep. So you don't know what they're going to use. So how, how many hours of the day were they filming before they cut it down? 24-7 days a week. Really? So even when y'all were sleeping? 24-7 days. Yeah, even while we sleep. Even while we sleep. Yeah. Say in the middle of the night, if you wake up in the middle of the night and you sneeze or whatever, they have mics on the on the side of the beds and all around the whole thing. It's like you're living on a, on a live set. Wow, bro. That night. is very interesting. So they, yeah, they catch you snoring. They, you know, you if you... If you wake up, you sneeze in the middle of the night, the lights turn on slowly like you're on a stage. The lights turn on real slow, and then the camera crew comes in. So it was pretty cool. It was so much fun, too. Wow. So out of everybody in the house, like, who did you get along with the most? Like, who did you build that camaraderie with um, that you still have, that you're still close with today? I, I was close with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um but like my main main like the main people that I was like closest to was D'Angelo, uh, Q, Rob. D'Angelo's uh, your son's goddad, correct? Mike, huh? D'Angelo's your son's goddad, right? He's my yeah, he's my son's godfather. Yeah. yeah. So. See, I know my history. Um, I know, I know, I know my yeah. shit. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Donnie, Makio, um, two people. Chris. So- Chris Grant, who's now Beyonce's choreographer. Let's let's get it, let's touch on that real quick. So, Chris Grant, he surprised me because he was the least vocal in the house, but he had the most passion to me. Um, I yeah, feel like he really yeah. wanted it so bad, and um, his hitting gym was dancing. Like nobody really knew that he went that hard because I don't think he got that far in the competition for him to showcase that because he was so focused on the vocal part. How is it seeing somebody that you started out with so successful? How does how does that feel to you? It's it's an amazing thing. It's beautiful, man. I I love to see my friends, uh, well, family. I I gotta mm-hmm. say, he's like family. You know, succeed the way they are succeeding. Um, it just goes to show that if you keep going, if you keep going with what you love and you you know whatever you have passion for, you'll make it eventually. You know, so and that's living proof right there. So you're on this this MTV show making the band. Shout out to Diddy and everybody that was a part of that. You're working with heavy hitters in the game. You're dancing, you're you're singing, you're you're building relationships, and you're moving forward in the composition. And you get that phone call about little Jaja. Like what was that before he even got here? What was that energy for you as a creative and as an artist saying, you know what? I'm trying to pursue something so I can take care of my son and my family, but I got to be there because you just never know what's going on. A lot of people want to know what that was for you. I remember that moment. I was watching the TV show like, bro. Oh, I was just like, oh. Because I, I, I can only imagine how you felt in the moment. And I know, granted, like they cut it or whatever like that. But what was what was that initial phone call for you? I mean, well, that, you know, yeah, they cut and paste and all of that. But that was real. Mm-hmm. You know, that was really real. Um, it was real. Um, I got that phone call and I, I heard that my first child was going to have Down syndrome and, um, I, you know, I didn't know anything about that. I just know that it was something wrong with my baby, right. you know, and, um, and I, I got really emotional. It was a hard time for me to, um, be able to focus at a time like that, you know, and no one, I've never had that type of support system where, oh, you know. People would just be like, you know, family members would be like, oh, you know, just just stay strong, just focus. Right I got now. you. We'll mm-hmm. this after, so I I fell apart, you know, and um, you know, because I care about my kid. 
So, um, yeah, it was a very difficult time for me. Wow. So, fast forward, what, where were we at, 14, 15 years later? 10 years? Where were we at? About 15. Uh, so, how old is John now? He's 12. 12 wow. And he's yeah. perfectly fine, looking just like you. Perfectly fine. <laughs> that is interesting. Like, but do you... So, you don't, so, so I take it you don't regret your decision. I don't regret my decision. So where do you what do you feel like? Because God makes no mistakes, and you're you're right where you're supposed to be. But where do you feel like you would be? Because I I know for a fact you would have been in the band. I'm gonna just go ahead and, and be honest with you. I know that uh, I'm not you know I'm not saying that he's not talented, but I know that Mike that spot was yours, bro. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it because Diddy. I'm not saying that Diddy had favor to you. I just know that he paid very close attention. Like even watching the showcasing and things like that. You even Lorianne Gibson, Slam, Mike Biv, they all had a liking to you, and I feel like the, when you when you made that decision, Diddy was like, "Listen, bro, I, I respect it, I understand it. Like, if you got to do what you got to do." So, I know that you would be you would have been in this in, in, in Day Twenty Six. What is your relationship with the fellas of Day Twenty Six now? Because they, you know, they're like they don't, they're like my brothers. So, like, I, I know they're my brothers. Yeah, I keep in contact with all of them. Yeah, yeah. The only one I haven't really spoken to is Q. Um, you know, he's been doing his own thing or whatever, but, um, yeah, I, I keep in contact with all of them. We have a, a chat actually that we keep in contact, you know, we, um, we're up to date with everything that's going on in each other's lives. All of us. That's really, really lit. So, so do you, do you yeah. still have a relationship with Diddy? Um, no, I don't. Okay. No, I'm just asking because I, mean, I, I know something. I follow him, you know, yeah, I follow him. I see he's doing a lot of things right now. Of course, we're making a band coming back. He's going to be really busy. Mm-hmm. So, so great. Making a band that era has passed. What did you do after that? And said, you know what? This 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 is not my reality right now. But I'm going to keep pursuing my dream. What did you do after that? Wow, um, the real story. Yeah, <laughs> I went I went through um, a period of time where I just didn't want to be in a limelight. I tried, you know, I tried with the newborn. Um, I became a single dad at the time uh, for the first two and a half years of my son's life mm-hmm. before I met my wife, my, my girl, with, who is my wife now. We're going to get into that, too. We're going to get into that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, around that time, I went to, uh, through a whole depre- depression kind of stage, you know, because I was I was doing everything that a mother would do for a child. Mm-hmm. And, you know, still try to be the perfect dad and still try to work with no support uh, from my family. You know, it was it was it was very difficult and not being able to do what I really love to do, which is singing and coming from a lot from the limelight to have to go back and um, regular life, get a regular job, which was very difficult because I still had a fan base at the time. It was hard. It was it was a very hard um, transition transition into. Yeah. I can only imagine how how that must have been for you, knowing that you had everything right there in your hand. Like even after making the band, it's like I I've been on TV every week at eight o'clock, so I know I can uh you know go do a walk through and get a couple thousand. You know what I'm saying? Like you had that at your leisure, and oh, let's let's get to see your image a little bit. Like you, the image that you had was the pretty boy, the light skin, long hair, the poppy chulo swag. You know what I'm okay. saying? So. What what was that like letting your hair go? Because I see that you don't have it I'm no sorry. more. I get I get emotional when I talk about the past. You know when it comes to that whole situation because, like you said, it's, I got there, I had it in my hand, and I was 
I could have taken off. Yeah. In so many ways. I could sing in Spanish. You know, I had the look. Your voice is and amazing. Worked, Your voice is amazing, really bro. I hard. Mm-hmm. You know. I yeah, I know. I was, there, I was around. I was at. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just to let it go, it, it came to the point where I had to choose my kid or music. And I love both. You right. know, so um, when I, I tried, I kept trying. I, I went to the studio. I started recording again. Um, and I had him in the playpen. Because I had no one to babysit my kid. I remember. I remember when I used to come to New that. York. Yeah. And yeah, you, had, you was changing the diaper. You had to record. Because yeah. we, we were in a group for uh, like two days. You and I. <laughs> exactly. I remember. Yeah. It was fun. Um, yeah. So I just, one night I was in there for like two, till two, three o'clock in the morning. And I just looked at my kid um, through the booth. <laughs> I remember it. I had just laid him down and I'm sitting here trying to do a track. And then. I stopped and I had to think about it and I'm like, you know, I, I can't do this to him. I can't do this to him. I had to be there for him. You know, another everyone that would see me, they would be like, oh, this was your chance to like, you'll be able to take care of your kid, you know what I'm saying? Just pursue the music. But had I done that, I, I wouldn't have him. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I would have to tour. There's no way that I would be able to tour with a newborn with no support from my family or whatever. Right. So I just... I became a full-time dad. So what is the what are, what are the pressures of that? Back. Knowing that you didn't have the support system that you that you needed at the time, like did did that drive and did that emote you to go harder as as a as a dad as a regular dad, not a not a star dad or a dad that's trying to make it in the industry, but you just said, you know what, I'm I'm going to do what I feel is right, and you felt at that moment that was right. That was right. I, I respect like that. That bro. was right. I respect I wanted, that. Make, I wanted to make sure that. If I don't shine in life, I want to make sure that my son eventually grows up to be to be a man, a, a good man, you know, to shine for him to shine. He'll be better. He'll be a better person than I am, than I ever will be, because I put that time, that structure into him. You know what I mean? So and um, even though it was a hard time for me at that time, when I met my wife, we'll get into that. Like you said, mm-hmm. um, that's when everything started to change, mm-hmm. you know. I started to change. You became a, you. That's when you became a man. I, when you become a father, um, I, I, yeah. I don't know how it feels yet. But when you become a father, you know it's like it's, it, a real man. It, it taps into what you know you're supposed to do. It's not about what you have to do and what you want to do. It's about what's what's needed in order for you to have the right nourishment and things for your offspring. So right. now that you are young, still you still vibrant. You still got the the face and everything going on. If somebody approached you with a reality TV show, would you do it? I would do it. Okay. No, I'm, I'm just asking I because would do it. we live in a time now where TV is the new money maker, it's the new star maker, and I feel like your chapter is not done. I always felt that way. I always felt like the moment where you when you get out of your shy mode and your and your worry mode and your because I know you, bro. Like I know how you are as a person. I so know, like, I know. I know you're you're you've always been bashful and shy. Like you've never been like a a, a cocky, arrogant asshole. Like you've never been it. Although yeah. you could be, I could. You be, definitely, but I'm not. you definitely have the elements to be that. But I feel like what I respect about you most is that you were just Carlos, and it was just like I don't really, I'm not really trying to do all of that. I just want to sing. Like I don't really care about all of the extra shit. Now we I live in a time where all the extra shit is necessary. So, yeah. I'm the type of person who who creates platforms and things like that. So I have an idea that I'm going to present to you. Off air <laughs> uh, idea, um, and I feel like we can we can really run with it. Um, 
But how do you feel about reality TV? Like, what is what is what is that that energy for you? You know, it's funny because I was on it before. I was on reality TV. I think it was you was on the beginning of when it first started. <laughs> exactly. So now I you're think OG. It natural. <laughs> yeah. So I think it would come much more natural this time around if I was to get on um, on reality. TV. But you know, reality TV now is more structured and more scripted. <laughs> it's more really. Wow. Yeah. So like. Um, I feel like when when back in our day when we we started out the TV shows were a little bit more reality like real. Now granted you had to have your places where you had to be and things like that that part of it being structured, but as far as the things that were being said, the topics I th I feel like that was more organic. Now the producers are saying, "All right, when you go into this um this room, I need you to talk about what happened with you and such and such." And the reality comes from that. They give you they give you the topic and now you're supposed to just go and if you argue say I mean you argue I'm like Carl I'm tired of your shit X Y and Z the producers will yell cut and say I didn't believe you say that line again it has to be real more real like, yeah like we, we wanted that we want that like, I'm like but that's how I felt and that's how the fuck I said it like exactly. but right. reality TV is a little bit more different now so how would you deal with dealing with that that uh, concept more so than what you're used to. Well, I gotta be real with uh, with you right now. Uh, when it comes to something like that, right now, I'm a, I'm a family man, so you know anything that I do, I do with my wife and my kids. So oh, for sure, they will be a part of it. And um, you know, there's certain things that I just would never allow. You know, like certain things they they want you to like bring drama and all of that stuff. Certain things you don't want around your wife, your mm -hmm. kid. You know what I mean? And um, nothing that's degrading. Nothing that will like. Diminish your destroy brand, destroy your image, or, mm -hmm. or destroy your marriage, and that's not what I'm about, you know. But um, so, because you're yeah, one of your one of your counterparts um, was on a reality TV show, Willie. Shout out to Willie from Day Twenty Six. Oh yeah, and yeah. him and Shonda, they've been together for I don't know how long. They've been together for a long while. time. So, to for them to go on Wait, reality TV, and that kind of like messed up their marriage a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Granted, you know, the love that they had were, was stronger than the TV show because they, here they are three kids later and she got exactly. one in the oven again. So, how would you, how would you, and putting, your, putting yourself, I don't know if you watched it, but, but putting yourself in his shoes, how would you have dealt with Mona, the producer of Love & Hip Hop, stirring the pot a little bit to kind of make TV but also in reality mess up your marriage? That would be hard for me. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't make any decisions in life without sitting with my wife first. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? And if it's something that, say, if she says, oh, you got to stir up some drama with your baby mama and all kind of stuff like that's not, you know, I, I would I would have to step away from that. You know what I'm saying? Because I would never do anything or put my my marriage in a situation where I would destroy my marriage. But see, this is the thing. Where this, is the, my wife. this is the thing with reality TV, unfortunately. Yeah. Mona, not, not even just Mona, but reality TV now is that they don't have to ask you any questions. Once you sign up for the show, you're on the show. Once you sign up, yeah, right. It. So what they do is they do their, their their history. She finds out you have a kid. She finds your baby mom. And the next thing you know, you're walking into a scene and she's sitting there. And you don't even know she's on the show until you walk into this, wherever you guys are recording at, and she's sitting there. And you like, yeah. that's the, rea the reality of your face. So that's why you got to be careful with the kind of reality that you choose to be a part of. That's exactly. the that's the get you gotcha right there. But I actually see you on gotcha. TV, and I actually see you doing um, more in in the music field. So, are, do you have any dreams and aspirations of continuing? Because I seen that you've been doing like the um, 
the little um, competitions that come come around every now and then and things like that. But I feel like you're bigger than that. Like I always looked at you like, nah, that's not that's not my brother at all. Like you've already set the bar and you've already done something. I've done that already. Yeah. yeah. So like when I see you posting that, I just uh uh-uh. uh. You need a situation where it's going to take you from where you left off. Oh, over. And I feel right. like that moment is now. You, you you have a beautiful wife. Your, your little man is a big man now. And I feel like you got to kind of get back to Carlos because you left yeah. a chapter un, unfinished. And I yeah. and I, whatever I can do to help you, I'm going to because I really believe that you can really, really do some shit. Like, even in the acting world, like, I feel like TV is where you belong. I've always yeah, you know, I was in that, in, in Bum Rush, that web series. I saw. I saw. <laughs> As a uh, gangster. <laughs> so, like, how, how was that? It was pretty fun. Um, of course, it took me a little time to adjust with the acting because I haven't done acting since high school or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because um, making a band is not more... It's not acting. You know, that was real back then. Right. So I had to adjust to the acting um, kind of thing. It, it was it was a fun experience. So yeah, would you do Would you do people. more of that? Huh? Yeah, I love that. It's fun. Yeah. Okay, so... Now, fast forward, you're you're married, you have a, a very healthy son. How did you get into the point where, like, cause the Carlos I know was like, yeah, I ain't, I ain't getting in a relationship. I'm not getting married. I'm, I'm yeah. a bachelor, you know what I'm saying? How was that transition? Because even when I found out you was getting married, first of all, when I found out you was in a relationship again after the past, I, that situation was crazy for you, and you, you was ready to choke somebody. Uh, <laughs> so I, I remember, because we used to be on the phone, you was like, bro, I swear... I'm not like I can't with her, like you know what I'm saying. But right, like, every time you turn around, with, with something. So now moving forward, you're you're mature, you're grown. How, how did you know that your your current your wife was the one and to, to take it to the next level? That's funny. You know what? Where we met, it's um, at Children's Place. I got a job at Children's Place after uh, wow. a band or whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and um, we were working there. She she got a job there. And, um, you know, she's from Jamaica. She wasn't raised here. Okay. So I've always thought of myself wanting to be with someone who's, like, from Jamaica. Really? Or, you know, an, an exotic kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, island girl. Uh-huh. And it was like, you know, I manifested that or something because she came right in and she fell right in there, you know. <laughs> when I saw her, all she... You know, she's, we joke about this all the time still to this day. Or who smiled at who first or whatever, but uh, um, yeah, she smiled and um, that was all she wrote. Caught my attention, mm-hmm. and you, you know, it was just something about her that was different, something that I'm not used to. You know, like the girls. Not to say that there's anything wrong with the girls here, but I'm just saying, like, it's it's different. She was out the norm. Different feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's marriage material. Mm. Like, you get what I'm saying? I know like, what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> You feel me? Listen. It's nothing like finding somebody that um, creates that difference of what you're accustomed to. And because I was the same as you. Like, I was not trying to settle down with nobody. I was so into Najation and what I wanted to do and how I wanted to live my life and my challenges. Yeah. So for me, it was like I was was that nigga and couldn't nobody tell me nothing. Like, that's how I was. And now I'm selfless. Like, I used to be so self centered and so. All about what I wanted to do, so yeah. And we kind of related in that way, but you, when you, when you had job, like you, you kind of, kind of chilled a little bit. That it's like yeah, it, it, it was no longer about you, and that's one thing I respect because I watched you come from this 
thought. Thought yeah. and not thought as in you know, but thought as like as the appeal. Like you knew you <laughs> that you knew you can get it. So it's like yeah, I'm no, not, yeah. But when you became a dad, it was just like, nah, I can't do that. I won't I'm not doing that. Music, son. That's that that became your focus and then eventually That's what it was. Yeah, you and but you could see it. Like you even started to change the way you spoke. Like it was you were real mellow because the, the the Carlos I know was just like, yo, you feel me? Like you was you was young and vibrant. That's what I remember about right. you. Yeah. So like being a being a married man now, how does like how does that feel? It feels good, man. It feels my wife puts me first all the time, you mm-hmm. know, and I've never gotten that from anyone. So it, it did change me a lot. So how long has it been? You know? Wow, we've been married. This is going to be our eighth year of being married, and we've been together ten years. Wow, ten years together, and this is going to be our eighth year married. And you still feel in love? Still feel in love? Yeah, you know, with every relationship, there's ups and downs, and right? Like that, but. I would not. Ne- if I had to do it all over again, I would choose her. Wow. I would definitely choose her. You know how much has changed? Yo, back then, I dropped out of school. And I, bro, I music. seen that. Y'all, y'all went to school together? To music. Wow. Bro, this woman, we, we do everything together. I see. You know, we build off each other. We, we build each other up or whatever, you know? So she helped me with a lot. You know, and um, we went back to school. I took my GED. She signed me up for it. Mm-hmm. I took it. I didn't even study. And I didn't know. Just going in and I passed. And then from there, I went. I said, you know, if I could pass that, then I, I could go to college. I didn't even <laughs> sign it up. So she was going to sign up regardless because she already had her stuff right. ready. So I said, okay, you know what? Since you're going to do it, let's do it together. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let you go and do that by yourself. Right. Let's nights typing up papers. So let's type these papers up. up together for sure. Let's type these papers <laughs> up together. Uh-huh. You know, make it memorable. When that day came and we had to graduate, it, it just felt so good that I was able to, to finish something, you know? That was something that I've always struggled with. I start something and don't finish it. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you know, I felt like I started something with music and I had to finish it eventually. Yeah. So Oh yeah, that that, that eventually is coming up. So how do so, you yeah. how do you feel about the current state of the new normal that we're in this pandemic? What has this pandemic done to your perspective? And what are you doing that is different from what you were doing prior to it? Wow. I, I feel like since this pandemic, um I've been more I've I've had the time to actually sit back, reflect on my life. And um, I've been reading a lot more books that are like, you know, about changing the mindset Mm -hmm. and um, just going within and just, you know, just realizing how much power you have within yourself and how you have to love yourself more. You know what I'm saying? Like, and just grow, you know, grow as a person first before you could even grow in the world because everything starts from within. To me, that's my belief, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, and we both feel the same way, me and my wife. My son even uh, reads books with us. We've been on this little journey or whatever. Um, so, uh, yeah, I feel like it, it's it's a positive because we've been, I've still been able to, you know, provide for my family. As you but should. not only that, like, I get a chance to, like, sit back and really look. And, and and look within myself first, you know. So so so, but ha- has this pandemic made you appreciate life more, knowing that we're losing <laughs> so many people? Oh, yes. Has oh, it hit yes. anybody oh, close yes. to you yet? Not um, yet. Oh my God, not yet. God forbid. <laughs> I've lost 
some friends um, from high school that I haven't seen in years or whatever. But like um, close, close, like close. No, not not any anyone. Are you are you guys quarantining? Are you We're are you staying? We're following that quarantine. Yes, we are. <laughs> Shout out to yeah. Big Bro Willie Taylor. He the building. His face is on the screen right now. That's crazy. What's up, Willie? What's up, bro? Bro, right there. Uh, that's my yeah, guy. So. But um, so so married life, making the band, currency. Where are we at right now with Carlos Jacir? Where are we at now? Right now, I'm a different man. I'm a, I'm a different kind of person. So, I, I I'm working. You know, regular a regular job still. I'm not gonna lie about that. Um, still got to do what I have to do for my family. And yes, I, I would love to get back into music. I, I've been doing some acting, as I told I told you earlier. Um, I would love to do more of that as well. So, so can we? Are we going to get a? Are we going to get a single or an album soon? Because this this voice definitely can't go to waste. I know you sing around the house. I know a little job and wifey probably be like, oh my god. But we we the people that um that that appreciate your gift. I know for me. Um, I already, I always knew that your voice was crazy, and like your gift and your your projection Thanks. and things like that. So I'm ready to hear something. It's, it's 2020. Well, in my mind, it's 2021 because I'm so over 2020 at this point. But I really want to hear something from you, and I really feel like you should put your big boy boots on, get in the lad, and cut some stuff because it's time. But I we mean, not everyone feels the same way like you. What I, you I mean? Like you know, um. Yes, I want to. I want to record or whatever. But when it comes time for me to try to get in the studio, it's I never have anyone that wants to record with me. Or anything like really? That. So yeah, surprisingly. So um, Man, that's very interesting. I can't because yeah. I, I I see they a lot to of come down to Philly. You know, yeah, that motherly love because that's where I used to record at. So yeah, and you need yeah. to link. You need to link back up with Willie in in, in the game because yes, that's I, that's I, the I movement, that. bro. You need to be around camaraderie you need to be around people who really really know your skill set and know where you at with it because i just feel like you didn't have your chance like i really feel like we in a time right now 2020 vision like go go get it bro nobody nobody can stop you you can get in the studio with whomever you know what i'm saying like they don't have to they don't have to cut you for free if you gotta pay for it pay for that shit just know that when it when it get out there you, you can regain your fan base because you are you have the it factor you've always had it so it's all it's all about trusting the process and just doing it at this point. You know what I'm saying? You got to trust Carlos. If you don't trust Carlos, can't nobody trust him. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's going to trust him. Right. Exactly. So if you project that energy as it pertains to what you are, who you are, and your gift, the sky's not even the limit. It's, we can go beyond that. Beyond that. Beyond yeah, exactly. that. You, feel me? you got energy, it, bro. You got it. You don't look old. You don't look, you don't look washed up or none of that. Cause you can't be washed well, up if you don't get your... a lot of people that are washed up. Bro, we, 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 listen. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and sit. Hold on. Look, sit, sit. Look, I got my water right here, bro. <laughs> right, but no, it's, it's it's true, bro. And have a lot of people don't have the it factor, and a lot of people don't have a skill set that is um powerful enough to even be mainstream or be on a platform where people want to go on iTunes or whatever platform and buy your music. Like you, you have a voice, bro. You have a voice, and I feel like the right song. The right team, the right energy within yourself, because you—I I felt like you had to get back to that—that that, that you had. Like you got to get back there. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you kind of yeah, yeah. shy away from it because you don't know. I don't know if I. You see this man right here? Get back to him. <laughs> that's that's a that's passion right there. 
That's somebody who really wanted to do something in the world. And I admire you for the sacrifices that you made um, for your for your life and for your for, for your career. I feel like, but I feel like now, Jai gonna understand. Wifey gonna understand. I need to give back for me. You gotta give back. Give you have to, to give me. back to you because I feel like you've given yourself to your son. You've given yourself to your wife. I feel like it's it's time for them to understand that you have to give you you. Carlos has to give Carlos back because you have a cha- like I said before a chapter that has got to be filled. It has to be. It was like eh. it has to be filled. All this in between yeah, got to be like clear. Yeah, all this in between is mm-hmm. you got to you got to you got to make that make sense. And I feel like as long as I got breath in my body and whatever I can do as your brother, your little brother, I'm gonna do it. If you need a connection or somebody to to hear something, if you some, I, I'm I'm with it because I really believe that you can really do something in the game and reality TV and whatever acting if you want to come to Philly I know a lot of people who film in web series and shit for Amazon and that's really what you want to do I'm I can down. connect to I'm time. I got my car now listen listen you, you, you got to take a trip down here anyway because we got a link bro I know our, our wifey they got a link you know because you know my wife's a makeup artist and I know your, your girl like probably getting little, little beats and everything I oh, feel like we need to start yeah they won't they won't vibe crazy so I really want us to start to Build our brotherhood more. I mean, we solid, but I'm just saying, like, you know, hanging out and stuff like that. Um, Other than that, bro, I already know what you got coming up. You may not know, but I know what you got coming up. Oh, I know. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying anything. It's coming. Oh, yeah. And I'm just, I'm excited about it. So, tell the people where they can find you. Tell people how they can stay up to date with you. And you need to be on social media more, too, man. I know. Go live or something. There's so much going on on social media. You know, I, with, with this nigga, find your place. Ain't nobody find your place. I found uh, mine. Find yours. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. I mm-hmm. do need to do a little more um, mm-hmm. social media. So tell the people they can find you. Rich. All right, you guys can follow um, follow me here, at Carlos Jasir on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Same thing, Carlos Jasir. Uh, yeah. Thank you YouTube so well. much, bro. I appreciate you for coming on. Of course, no. What, thank you for having me. Of course. When this is ready and edited and chopped up, I'm going to send it to you so you can promote it. Um, It's going to be on Spotify so you can listen to it in your headphones, whatever, however you want to do it. But in the meantime, bro, I love you, man. Stay blessed, and I'll get love at you, you too, soon. bro. Yeah. All right? Thank you so much. You're welcome, my guy. Bye, guys. Very well. The Mel Perspective, y'all. That was Carlos Jasser with your boy D-Mogul. Out.